Hello everybody, and welcome back to a couple friends in no class. Today, it's just me and Holland talking about books and a whole bunch of other things connected to books because Holland likes to read smut. So enjoy this episode and all it has to bring. Jackson Rouge. Whoa! Whoa! Crossover. Editor Jason here. It has occurred to me that that is in reference to something you guys have not heard yet. Jackson Rouge is my character from the D&D campaign we did, The Cursed God, coming in about a month's time. So look forward to that. We're here for the book club episode. What's up, guys? Welcome back. Uh, today we're back here. I've got an episode a couple of us in our class. Today, I'm here with Holland, and that's it, because it's a wonderful night, and we're, it's a very, been a very busy week. We're obviously not thrift shopping right now. We said that last week, but then the week got kind of busy. So we're going to do it. Whoops. Whoops. We've been planning it out, though. We're going to plan out a better time to do it, and we're going to do it, and we're going to get it done. But for right now, we're here with Holland because Holland reads. All the time. All the time. Um, Holland has many books in her possession. Holland, library segment. Go for it. To classify your house as a library, you need a thousand books. All right? Ready? I have 126 books currently in my possession. 12.6%. Um, 12.7%. So if anyone wants to help me get to that point, that'd be really appreciated. Donate books. Donate books. Um, mostly smut. That's what I read. Do it or Holland will write her own. I will. I will write my mm-hmm. own smut. It will not be good. And the world will have to read it. She's going to write a books to read and then she'll start re- writing her own books. Yeah, I, I will write my own and no mm-hmm. one wants that. N- no one wants yeah. my smut. So Holland's been reading these these books and occasionally going, ooh, you know, interestingly... I've read like a like I read, but like also like I'm like I'm not sure that's how I kind of sat down. I'm like I'm gonna read this book. I know there's a whole series of books I was working on a while ago that were like about these like time travel children things. It was it was this whole series about like how these like historical children were like ripped from time by these guys, and then so like and like brought to the present. It's just like Back to the Future. It kind of is. It's just like, like Back to the yeah, Future. Yeah, so people were like ripped from time. They put on this airplane and they all got turned back into babies. Um, and then um, historical people on this plane time war whole thing back to babies and they were just adopted so so like all right, we followed this guy who like he's like oh i'm a regular american guy and he's like oh actually i'm like the king of england or something like that um then you, you put them back and see this this very this version of time travel is also different than back to the future i like it when i like see different sides of the same concept like of time travel because they had these things that were called tracers which are these things where it's just like these little ghosts that are like just doing the normal flow of time so like so some you know so someone went back in time they like made like a footprint in the sand, then like you'd see the ghostly thing that says that there was no footprint there, but then you see the footprint like in the present. So it's kind of a cool way to like kind of keep the time keep the timeline intact. I, I read them all a while ago. I got before I got them. Then I have them and now I want to read them all again. But I I like was reading one and I stopped. So I'm gonna have to go back and um start from the top again. But I I don't know. I enjoy them. They're cool books. Um I used to be a Magic Treehouse enjoyer. Do you ever read the Magic Treehouse books? Uh, I think so. Okay. Mm-hmm. My thing is, when I was younger, I yeah. hated reading. Mm. And then... That's like reading by force, you know? Yeah. And then I read the Harry Potter series mm. in, like, high school. Yeah. Devoured the whole Harry Potter series. Exactly. And then I took a break until... Actually, it was the summer before my car accident mm. that I really started reading. 
Um, and the first series that I started with was the Cruel Prince trilogy. Hmm. It was advertised as an enemies to lovers fae book. Mm-hmm. But it was actually like the enemies to lovers was actually a subplot in the book. It was more of a like um, political topic toppling a monarchy and reinstituting someone else. Um, and it's all done by a human girl. It's crazy. It's so good. Um, but people are upset. Like people were mm. like, oh, it's not like how it's advertised. I'm like, I still thought it was very good. Um, it wasn't like, oh, I hate you. I hate you. It was, I am going to throw you in this river and wait till you drown kind Ooh, of enemies to lovers. Violent. It was, I'll hold a dagger to your throat kind of enemies to lovers, which mwah, chef's kiss. Hmm. Love it. I haven't finished the throne of glass series yet. I like that series. Um, I finished a couple other series in my time. Um, I have a lot, like I've got like three stacks of books at home and I have currently I have 39 books here at school including seven of them are mangas which this is a whole separate rant mm-hmm. but I consider graphic novels and mangas as um books so people will be like I have a manga collection I have a book collection I'm like no they're all one thing maybe I'll keep my manga on like a separate shelf and I'll organize it as like romance mangas I'll um, I'll or a, a book is defined by Oxford languages as a written or printed work consisting of pages glued or sewn together along one side and bound in covers. So I'd consider manga and graphic novels yeah. books. As long as it like you know opens accordion style, yeah, or whatever that. Not, that's um, not what. It, that's not. That's not how accordion style works. Never mind. Opens book. Opens. It opens on one side. Mm-hmm. I have an idea for how I want my library made. Um, some people organize theirs as like rainbows which i couldn't do i would have to keep series together mm-hmm. um and i'd probably keep like um fey books together i'd keep vampire books together mm. um i'd categorize it like that but i would keep series together um and maybe like i have some young adult or um some 2010 like ya books so i'd keep those together like uh my mm. cassandra claire my twilight and fallen mm-hmm. um I'd all keep that together. I'd probably keep the Harry Potter with that. Um, I was never into Divergent or um, Hunger Games, so I, I don't have any of those. Well, I, had the hung- I had the Hunger Games ones. Yeah. Everyone says it's really... I just... I can't get into this dystopian mm. society as easily as I can get into a fantasy book. No, sure. I mean, I, I know. I, I had the books. I read them only a while ago. Maybe once or twice. I watched the movies again mm-hmm. recently because they were on Netflix. They're going to go away. We had this thing in seventh grade called Accelerated Reader which is like this thing where you would pick out a book from this list online and then you'd read it and you take a quiz on it and then you get like a certain amount of points based on what kind of book it based on what book it was and you need to get like a certain amount of points per semester or okay. what to uh, per term we, we don't do we don't do semesters in middle school per per term um something like that and that's when i read those those books i was talking about the time travel ones yeah i'm like oh interesting cons and then i read all of them i'm like all right tests and quizzes let's do this and there's also this other book that I, w- I read as part of that, which was this whole, it was like this woman and she was like, she worked for like a magical zoo hmm. and they had to like go out and find new magical animals or something like that. It was not a Harry Potter book. Um, or I was thinking of like uh, Fantastic Beasts and yeah. where to find them. It's, it's not like that, but then it was like, a, they like go off this quest to find these magical, to find, I don't know, explore, exploring for something, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I remember that because they were like casting all these like protection spells on like their traveling protection spells. And I'm like, I, it was kind of cool. I seem to recall in seventh grade. Um, I've never found like, I mean, cause you know, it's also funny. Like how do you Google like 
woman zookeeper magical animals protections it's like it doesn't fit but yeah. i know but i knew it was somewhere on like i, I remember getting it off my teacher's shelf so definitely part, it was definitely part of the accelerated reader program um but i have no idea what it what it was but so i didn't remember that i read all the, i read all those time travel books for that thing and mm. did my little quizzes things i think harry potter was in there but it was a very low point value thing because mm-hmm. everyone's like we all know we all read no harry, harry potter and then and leave c- my baby boy Potter alone. No, exactly. Because also they make a new HBO series. It's like it's like you know. Okay, yeah. Harry Potter is Daniel Radcliffe. I know. I know what Dumbledore is. What he looks like. Ha- how dare you recast Snape? Alan Rickman oh, is absolutely dead. not. Um. Anyway, um, but that's 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 one. I mean, we we can dabble into that a little bit. But I'm saying that's kind of like a that's you know a, a sidebar. Yeah. Rant to this. I also want to know. It's been a long time since we did a two person podcast episode. I would say at least four seasons but yes i mean that's the books i used to read and i have i know i read this thing uh, i think it's uh, books that like my dad had and he's like these are some cool books i think you should read not like i'm not this sounds like he's about to hand me an encyclopedia he's not doing that it's like this like thing that was like encyclopedia was it encyclopedia brown it was not encyclopedia brown though i have read those books that was not the person i was thinking of his name is the great brain the great brain takes place in 1800s utah despite what i'm about to say in a few seconds because i had forgotten during the recording Look into the story; it's very interesting. I mean, this guy was like in like a, I think it was kind of like a, like a western kind of style town, like I'm like not like a, not not like a today neighborhood, but it was like a, um, you know, back when like roads made of dirt, everyone has a horse kind of kind of time, like not like a, I don't like know, the how, Amish, kind of Amishy, yeah, um, I, yeah, kind of yeah, it's kind of I don't know, it's it's kind of like a, I don't it's know, Amish, it's kind of like your classic like detective little story thing, but it's more so like in like a you know, the twenties maybe. Mm-hmm. They had a big deal. I, I the only thing I remember from the book is like a big deal about oh we have a bathroom in our house now. That's crazy, um, and those are really good. Cause I was gonna say, I had like, like a little book report on them at one point. Um, I, did, I, I don't know. It was it was, it was interesting. Yeah. So I mean, I'm trying to I'm, I'm trying to other books that I've read before I just say go Holland and then Holland will fill the rest of our hour. I talk while I still can. Um, what other books have I um like? I, 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 I was I was I was an A to Z mysteries kind of guy, I, you know, Magic Treehouse. I, I was like reading them chronologically. This was this was like a long time ago. You know, you go to the library. Oh, um, there used to be these books that were in the library in elementary school that were um, animorphs or whatever they were. Yeah. I never read the books, but you go over to the book and like the 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 person morphing into the animal mm-hmm. will be in the corner of the page, and so you just go. <laughs> You flip through it, and then you see the little animation. Like, all right, cool. Put it back on the shelf. I never yeah. read this book. I just, I, I just want to watch the little animation. Those books are like cryptids. I know they're really weird. They just like show up. You never read them. You don't meet anyone that's read them. I've been on the internet. I'm on like a weird side of TikTok, so I see mm. people talking about like, um, wa- like warrior cats, mm-hmm. which I was like, ooh, that brings me back to elementary school. <laughs> but I'm a big smut reader. I'd say a large collection of my books is smut. My dad is actually trying to get me to read the 100 books that every quote-unquote educated person should read in their life. I haven't read them yet. He's gotten me uh, A Thousand Years of Solitude and Slaughterhouse-Five. Kind of excited to read Slaughterhouse-Five, but I have read Sherlock Holmes um, and Edgar Allan Poe. I've read Shakespeare, Beowulf. So I've read some of like the classics but if I'm not interested in a book that you're going to hand me, I'm not going to read it. We read Beowulf in eighth grade as part of English class. Mm-hmm. Right after this, I tell a story to Holland about my English teacher. However, I remembered a much better story right now editing. We, we reread Beowulf. We read Beowulf in eighth grade English class. 
And after we finished reading it, we discovered that the play was being performed nearby. So we went on a field trip to go see it. However, our bus got lost, and so we missed the more young adult version of the show and had to attend the kindergartner version. Then, our bus would not come back, so we walked over to an, a, like an empty storefront, and they just had us hang out there for like an hour or two until we can get pizza. So just a whole bunch of like middle school kids chilling in an, an unfurnished building, one bathroom, really weird, and people were like on their phones. People were just, it, it was another situation. And I, I don't think I've actually ever, ever mentioned this story on the podcast before, so I'm going to take this opportunity to say it now. The English teacher um, on the unit, so my little like, section, because we had these like little, like, on each, like, there's like two pods per grade, because um, our town, our school colors are white and purple, so it was like, you know, eight white and eight purple, and like, you know, you have it, you know, so in your, in your little pod, you have your, your science, your math, your social studies, English, and then there's like a language. Spanish was on the side that I was on, French was on the other side. I was a French student, so we had this little, did you walk across the other side? Mm-hmm go to your French class. The English teacher and the math teacher had the most interesting relationship, not a, not a relationship relationship, but like an, ex- an exchange. Speaking of relationship relationship, the English teacher and the science teacher were actually a couple. So huh. I know but the funniest thing was that in the middle of class, the English teacher would call the math teacher because we had these like internal phones. Yeah. And then I'm not sure he would just like, she would walk over, pick up the phone and he would just hang up or um, he would just say something like nonsensical and she'd be like, Oh, and, I was, and it was funny because you get to see it from both sides of him. Going, you know what? Dead point in the class. Let me call Mrs. Let me call Mrs. Hall. And he go over to be like, da 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 da, and then so, you know, no, I think he would just wait for her to pick up, and he would just hang up the phone. Um, and so you know, he's you know, this young guy, and then you go over, and then you Mrs. Hall's math class, and because she's this nice older lady who goes over, she's like, oh, the phone's ringing. She go over to pick it up, and she'd be like, oh, you know, him, and she hang it back up again. Uh! This is for the funniest thing in class. I think it was even one time where, like, I think he, like, um, I, I'm not sure if it was, I think he did, he, like, went over and, like, unplugged her phone and, like, put it in her desk and kind of, like, hid it from her. Because, like, no, because occasionally they would call the phone and be like, oh, hey, this person's being dismissed. So it was, like, an actual thing, but then you could also just call it internally. So he's like, she's like, oh, this could be, she's like, oh, this could be someone, this could be someone important or someone, you know, or I think it was even one time she approached the phone expecting it to be him and it was actually like the, the 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 front office just like oh hi uh oh you're being dismissed okay great thank you and hangs up hey you're being dismissed um what um, <laughs> what uh hi oh the student's being sm- dismissed oh okay mm-hmm. i thought it was him i i, I think it was, it was one time that he would like he would dial it and then he would just hand it to a student and they'd be like hi be like what are you doing on the f-? i i don't know this was eighth grade this was a while ago but i, I remember that was it was really funny um, oh, I think she like that. surrounded up his desk one time just for like payback. And was just, I'm like, oh, that's the nicest little thing. Cause like I came in today, my desk was wrapped in plastic and we're like, ha ha. Anyway, sorry. Uh, yeah. So we, we kept read books from class. We read the Odyssey, um, in eighth grade, part of the class. I don't know if we read too. Close to the end of the year, we read, read like some of the kind of like Greek kind of things like that. Like Homer? Yeah. Like some Homer stuff. Yeah. At the beginning of the year, we read this other book. I think it was like a, something to do with a goat. I don't know. Um, we also read, um, a book and I think it was in eighth grade. No, maybe it was, no, maybe it was in. Oh, sometime in middle school we read um, counting our stars. It's like a, like a, not like a journal from the Holocaust, but like a like a testimony of like mm. these things are happening, and we're and it's kind of like how we kind of were exposed to it in the first place. Yeah. Um. Anyway, back to more not so sad and dark thing. But that that's that's so a lot of the books I think I read a lot either like in class or motivated by class. I'm like, oh, it's really cool when I get the books. Yeah, a lot of books that like teachers had you read were really depressing oh yeah I, I, other series of books that I, I, I'm, I'm trying to visualize i'm trying to visualize my, my bookshelf um i had this other series of books um that were like written by like the author's name was like one of those like stereotypical like anonymous art, uh, mm-hmm. author names 
like a like a pen name or like a yeah yeah but, name. but 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 the pen name was like like it was like anonymous blo- anonymous blotch something like that it was just, it was, like, it was like it was very and there's a whole thing about I think it was like from the point of view of like of the author being like these people told me this story well you know and you know mm. and, and so I occasionally go back to him being like I'm sitting here in my room and I'm bored I'm thinking about getting some chocolate. Should I get some chocolate? I don't know, but here's the next part of the story. And to go back, you go back into the narrative, and to come back and be like, "Well, that's what I was told." I think I did get my chocolate, by the way. And, and but and then and then but then the story was like this thing was like these. I don't know. It was really. I should read these books again because I think they're really good. Because like it's like people like the midnight sun trying to mm-hmm. get something. No, it's like the midnight sun. They were trying to like achieve like eternal youth, mm-hmm. um, and doing these things to get eternal youth. Oh, that one was about chocolate, I think. No, because some sort of chocolate they'd have to have, and they keep, you know, so they're, but like they're because they're like be they're really old, but like they look like they're really young, like they had like mm-hmm. certain like like look to them, and it was mm-hmm. really because it was like it was like your I think it was like a a girl protagonist, and there was like a um there was like a you know like a nerdy sidekick who's like this door is covered in runes, and I know what they mean. I gotta read these books again because they were really this door is covered in runes. Yeah. Rune Dannon. Rune Dannon. No, it's okay. Rune Dannon. Crown Prince of the Belbaran Fay. Mm. He smoked so much of this one herb, I can't feel his face. Unfortunate for him, because there's a woman sitting on his face right now, and mm. I'm just like, what did I walk into? <laughs> this is chapter three. <laughs> um, one of the books I read was The Mysterious Benedict Society. I read mm. that whole series. Like, I have the first one. I got the other ones from the library. This is me. This is this is me in li- in real time remembering the fact that they added a second season of that on Disney Plus, and I have not watched it. Um, I read those books. They're really good because like, that's a classic thing where it's like they're in this puzzle room, and it says get across the room without stepping on any other rectangles, but all the tiles are square. All right, back to Holland for whatever she's got bottled up right now. Go Holland. Okay, so thank you for thank you for letting me have my piece. The episode's you're yours. You're welcome. I read this one book I think last semester called Court of the Vampire Queen. Mm. About five pages into this book. A vampire is eating her out. Oh. They hadn't even introduced themselves. And I was just like, it is eight in the morning. And this man is just going to town like he's fucking starved. Which, you know what? Honestly, there's nothing better than a man written by a woman. Um, I told my boyfriend, Jason, I was like, you were written by a woman. And he goes, I don't know how to feel about that. I'm like, feel good about it. Mm. Both fictional and real life men. If you're written by a woman, you deserve immaculate head. In case any but fi- give Immaculate Head back. In case any fictional men listen to our podcast, you know, shout out to Harry Potter, Percy Jackson. Shout out to the entire fictional library of boyfriends that I have because, oh my God, I've got a harem right now. Shout out to that vampire from Twilight. Eh. Uh, and uh, Edward Christian okay. Grey. Uh, 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 uh. Never mind. I rescind that. Sorry, Christian. Um, not shouting you out. Get out of here. This hole is not for you. Hey, yo. Settle down. <laughs> um, now, any of the fictional fey men, I can be barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen for y'all. Hmm. <laughs> this is me not knowing any pretense of what Holland reads in her fey books. That, <laughs> that was a heavy sigh barefoot in the kitchen kind of side they're all starved for touch and it's just <laughs> touch starved barefoot pregnant women what, what? <laughs> sometimes some books get like really they move really quickly um other books which are like slow burns move very slowly and then there are like slow slow burns that take like two books or like three to like get to like the real spice which is just <laughs> scrumptious um now this will lead me into um tropes that i like and dislike 
So tropes are like themes in a book. These are themes that I hate. Like gotcha. tropes that I do not like. Red flag. Cheating. Tropes. What's her name? Cheating's a big one. Like if one character cheats. Uh, okay. Now my question is, like, is that like that classic little like uh, Disney Channel movie situation where it's like they think they're cheating. They're really not cheating. No, like, like it actually happens. Like actually cheating. Like they, not like, like there are some books yeah. where like characters get cheated on. Mm-hmm. Or not like he went and talked to this person. He, you know, he's cheating on me. I'm not cheating on you. We're just lab partners. Um, there's no relationship connection. Like, you know, like that causing where it's like, no, doesn't... that's a misunderstanding. Okay, those rub me the wrong way sometimes. Yeah, because it's Unless... like, how could you be so? D- this it's her lab partner. Yeah, let's go with the top. Sure. Let's say the top has mm-hmm. a lab partner talking to the lab partner, and the bottom comes over and is like, "Oh, you're cheating on me." And then the top is like, "No, I'm not." And the bottom's like, "Yes, you are. You're talking to another person." Excuse me. I'm not allowed to talk to other people. No, because and then, and then what happened after that would be like the, oh, I don't like you anymore. They check off in a direction and then like by the climax of the film, it's like, oh, hey, oh, climax of the book rather. I just said film by impulse, yeah. kind of a film production major, but climax of the story, it's like, you know what? You were actually right. I, you know, I, I'm sorry that I thought you were cheating on me. And then they parted up and they, you know, defeat the plot, whatever. Yeah. Like you know, that's that a, irks me because like the misunderstanding yeah. will lead to the And climax. it takes forever. It's like they'll like have a misunderstanding like in the first little part of the book. Then they'll be in a misunderstanding for most of the book, and then it's like, all right, you're a little like I am the reader. I know what's going on. Just yeah, you're not like you're together yeah. until this like one tiny misunderstanding, mm-hmm. and the other person has given you zero reason to think that they would cheat. Mm. It it just rubs me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Um, another trope that I hate: pregnancy. I hate the pregnancy trope. Interesting. The we fucked one night, and oh my god, I'm pregnant the next day. That's not how shit works. No, that's not. I, I, I don't even think you would know if you're pregnant the next day. You wouldn't. You would know like a week or two after because you'd be like either you would get your period or like you wouldn't get your period when it's scheduled or you'd start to like your body would start to like feel weird. And like if you go like a month without your period and you're not on birth control, you're gonna be like, huh, let me go take a test. And then you're like, oh my God, I'm pregnant. And you're only like three weeks pregnant by this point. And then you're like, mm-hmm. I to go see a doctor thanks for that holland you're welcome a lot of the times in books they'll either keep the pregnancy a secret because like these are like are these these are like period these aren't now books like these are are not now stories like these are now stories like twilight they they are now stories yeah like twilight has a pregnancy trope where well no no no, no. i'm more saying some of your book uh, does does this pregnancy trope happen in some of your book oh yeah no um i'm like how do you get like uh oh i am pregnant but you're like in medieval times and a lot of the times they'll um incorporate like a contraceptive like potion or something in the book um which is something that i actually really enjoy because they will take medieval birth control yes or they'll take like like if it's like in the actual world um something that was used was a certain herb which i'm not going to say because the government might make it unavailable because Mm. it does have abortive properties and um they would take that and they'd be like ah perfect oh my god I'm having a miscarriage kind of like it would it would literally oh cause no. a miscarriage. Yeah. Um so books will tend to work in birth control um into their books. Like a series that I finished was the Court of Thorns and Roses series mm. where um there were con- contraceptive potions that you would take and um like both male and female could take the po- contraceptive potions to prevent pregnancy on both sides. So like which I was like, what? Love it. Yes. And then um, one of the characters actually wanted to get pregnant in the book. So she stopped taking her contraceptive. Um, 
potion and she ended up pregnant and i was like cute love it you you guys are married you're only like 21 though so you both are fae you've got an eternity ahead of you yeah sorry i kind of knocked you off your list it's okay um i don't like stepbrother and stepsister any familial connection to someone i found a little icky little icky what are you doing step bro what are you doing step bro what are you doing back there step bro kind of thing no not for me um kind of skeeves me out it gives me very written by a man yeah point of view which that's another thing um books romance books that are written by men really really get the way that women's bodies work wrong yeah i say yeah like like, i know that like i'm just like well sometimes they'll be like she can control when she gets her period like like, no that's not how shit works um or they'll be like Oh, like her breasts will swell when she's aroused. And I'm like, no. No. A reaction that we have is we get hot. Like physically, your body will heat up. In heat. That's like the week before your period. The heat? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, When you're like fertile, it's when your body releases the egg and you're like, I need to fuck anything and everything. And then your period right is like, you, I, I put this whole thing together for you to have a baby and you failed me. Ah, destroy the place. Yeah, blood. basically. Cramps. I'm sorry about your pillow. It's okay. Headaches, cramps, cramps, nausea. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. This has turned into book club (laughs) slash let's discuss menstruation. (laughs) Well, a lot of tropes have to do with like female reproduction. I don't enjoy age play. Like really big age gaps. Okay. I thought thought you were like age play, like age regression, like changing. Really? Sometimes that's in books. It's more in like BDSM books, mm. um, but like lowering or raising your age, that's kind of weird. It's not for me. Yeah, um, no. It, it, but then it, like really yeah. big age gaps where it's like she's twenty and he's forty five, and I'm like, how did we get here, sir? And then very overpowered main characters are also very like I'm like okay. You could have beat the villain in like two seconds, but you didn't because you're moral and good. Because plot. Um, because plot. Um, no, if I was them, I would be like, I have all these powers. That villain's weak as hell. About a cadaver. So like, if you have like an overpowered main character, not going to be an interesting plot. And then pick me girls. Holy shit. If I read a book about some pick me bitch where she's like, oh my God, don't fight. Don't do this. Like this book kind of has a little bit of that in it. And this book is again, if you didn't know, uh, mention Crave. Mm. A little, I, I kind of saw it where she was like, I don't want him to fight. But then I realized I was like, oh, she doesn't want him to fight because she doesn't want him to kill the other one. Is there like a huge margin in that book? It, like the color changes in the middle. Oh, of it. no, that's my little bookmark. There's um, illustrations on the top of like blood dripping. Oh, okay. Uh, this book is 557 pages, halfway is 200. 85 and i am 397 pages Mm. so i am way more than halfway through this book um and you're enjoying it i am so far i read a lot of fae i read some alien um which is ice planet barbarians that's a 22 book um series and i cannot deal with aliens anymore like aliens is like Aliens as in like extraterrestrial aliens or something? As in extraterrestrial aliens. As in they have a ribbed penis. Like you know how like condoms can be ribbed? That's how theirs are. 
Oh, okay. And then the whole thing, like, their whole thing is they're like, oh my god, we're mates. Now I have to get you pregnant. I'm like, excuse me? If I'm stranded on a planet, the last thing I'm thinking about is pregnancy. Absolutely not. We and then, like, one of the characters got... A, one of the characters got a hysterectomy in the book, and that's why she couldn't be mated, because, like, the whole reason you get mated on this planet mm. is so you can breed. Mm. And I was like, okay... And she was totally fine not being oh, mated. That's not a book that I've I read. I think I read it in class, and then I read it on my own. I like the book. Was the Giver? Um, uh uh-uh. yeah. <clears throat> I don't like the Giver. Yeah, so it's a weird one, but I'm like, uh, I don't know. Something about the I don't know what about it was interesting. Probably I think the I, dystopian society. So yeah, something like that. Like she wasn't mated for a while because there was this thing that was implanted with her, and then it was like healing her hysterectomy, and I'm like, she had her whole uterus removed. How is this thing creating a new uterus? What? 3D printing in the body. What the government wants. The government wants out-of-body uteruses. Uter- uter- uteri? uteri? I don't know. I don't know. Like octopi? I don't know. Uteri, octopi. It was like basically creating a whole new uterus inside of her, and I was like, what the fuck? And then when it was done, this little thing clicked. and was like, Dinged like a microwave. Basically. Ding! It started purring. Uterus complete. They start purring. When they're mated, and I was like looking down on my, I was like, oh, do I have that thing in my chest? Um, Wait, I'm sorry. You said that it starts purring when it's done. Yeah. The person or like they're the aliens and the person. Oh. They'll start like purring, like and I'm cat? like, like a hum, like a. I I don't fucking know. It uh, was weird. I'm sorry. It's um, a book. It doesn't tell you what the sound I read sounds like. Three of the books, and I was like, I. No. No, thanks. I like these. Oh, I'll read. They're like I'm really with quick this. reads. They're the kind of books that I could only read in the comfort of my dorm because if I take them anywhere outside the world. Because there's illustrations in them? There's illustrations on the cover, mm. which is also something I'm not too keen about. I like discreet covers. Because this one here where you read from before we started recording, it comes off. Yeah, the cover comes off, but it's a flower with blood on it. Which you can't really tell. Yeah. Besides, like, oh, this might be a vampire book. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ice Planet Barbarians is literally a giant blue man on mm-hmm. the cover, and a woman. But you could put the crave cover around it; it wouldn't fit. It's too thin. Yeah, it's too thin. I, I don't know. That it's it's fine. This is discreet. It's just a red cover with the word "crave" on the side. It could be a book about food. Exactly. Um, it's I'm actually reading this for my culinary arts class. Um. Basically, she's human. Her parents died. Oh. Whoops. Spoiler. Um, Spoilers are crave. Uh. She moves in with her uncle and her cousin in Alaska. I had a dream last night that I like lived in Alaska because I've been reading this book. Mm. I was like, oh my God, I'm in Alaska. It's also kind of really weird. I kinda, this is another kind of little funky little podcast note to come back in the lore later. Is that last night when I was on duty, um, I decided that the next episode I'm going to record in Bethel is about dreams so big asking like hey have you had any crazy dreams and ever since then i feel like more, more people who had not prompt to tell me about their dreams have said i had this dream one time that was like i'm like ah. <laughs> no i had a dream that i was part of an orthodox jewish family and i woke up and i was sleeping next to uh my boyfriend jason and i just woke up the first words out of my mouth were i was part of an orthodox jewish family and he just what excuse me excuse me you were part of a what? But basically, this book is just her trying to survive, and it's like 
I'm like 300 and something pages in, and she's only mm. been at this academy for a week. Mm. So. <laughs> Is there a sequel to Crave? Yeah, there's um, oh, okay. six books. Mm. Um, I have two of the other ones it's here. It goes like Crave, then Chicken, then Nuggets. Yeah. Then it's called On Your. Yep, yep. And then it's no, like actually Kitty Plate. Okay. I can actually find them on Amazon. Oh, really? Um, so you, you do not have these books? I have... Oh, okay. Um, Crave the second and third book. Mm-hmm. I have to order the next. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Two, because the sixth one hasn't come out. Oh, okay. So while Holland puts up her little thing, as you know, as you can see here, we're drawing season five to a close. Obviously, this is happening. Other things are gonna be happening episode-wise. Some F episodes, more uh, university campus episodes, questions and stuff. Uh, and it should be really cool. Wind the series out. Head over to the summer. Come back at band camp. Uh, probably some bonus episodes over the summer. Back to you, Holland, with the phone. Okay, so they all start with a C, actually. So oh. it's Crave, Crush, Covet, Court, Charm, and then the sixth one is Cherish, which comes out May 30th. Ooh. So I have um, Crush and Covet, and then I just need Court okay. and Charm. Oh, okay. Um, and then once I order those, I'm also going to be ordering another book called Autopsy of a Fairy Tale. Mm-hmm. Um, which is like a Beauty and the Beast retelling. I love retellings of mm. classic fairy tales. That's like one of re- my guilty pleasures is that it like, I will is admit it, to. Is it like a retelling, but it's like in the... It's in the modern era. Oh, okay. And Belle, I believe, is a detective. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. Book. I was sure it was going to be like the story you all know, but like it says, you know, everyone's always like, Beauty and the Beast, Stockholm Syndrome. That one's going to be like, yes, Stockholm Syndrome. Yes, the 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 stuff's alive, and yes, they. Oh, I love Stockholm syndrome in books. That, 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 that's a great force proximity. Hello, absolutely. Okay, Cabin now fever. I get into the tropes that I actually like. Okay, okay. yes, please. Force proximity. Yep. One bed trope. <laughs> um, Morley Gray characters. Oh my god, I eat that shit up. Enemies to lovers. I can't give it enough kisses. Grumpy and sunshine is okay. But I love, like, Morley Gray and then Broken character. And the Morley mm. Gray character is like, who did this to you? And I'm like, <sighs> make eye contact with me for less than 10 seconds and my pants are coming off. Daddy, sorry. Daddy, Daddy sorry. sorry. <laughs> Daddy, sorry. I am pregnant in your kitchen making food. <laughs> Count photo is a really fat juicy woman outside wearing no shoes. <laughs> I'm a pious man. I am not. <laughs> I'm not pious. Oh, my God. Oh, God. There are so many Morley Gray, very bad men that are written in books that I would do very unholy things to and for. And then if there's, like, a trope where, like, like I read a Hades and Persephone retelling, and mm. oh, my God, I have never wanted a god more. I'd risk it all to be a part of that relationship. Mm. I'm going to go down to, like, the underworld, tell Hades... Can I get in y'all's bed? These books are... They make me feel so normal. I I, I think like with, with those like stories that you're talking about, like, because a lot of these Disney, Disney stories like had darker paths, and they're written yeah. by, like, what's that? I think it's like Hans Christian Andersen, whatever who was. And, uh, like, the Grimm brothers. Yeah, 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 them. I think it's really interesting, like, how that gets transferred into, like, the cool Disney, like, the, you know, like, the more, like, childlike versions. Mm-hmm. Kind of like we did, we did The Little Mermaid Junior my sophomore year yeah. of high school. I got to play Chef Louie. It was really fun. Um, but like, uh, well, what I want to say is that the reason I wanted to mention this in my little segue of a story here is that like the kids were kind of, the kids who went to this thing were pretty smart because there were some kids who were like, oh my gosh, it's Ariel, like you know my friend Amelia who's been on the podcast before, who has their own play now, you know Amelia, podcast mm-hmm. people, you know what I mean. Anyway, 
um, was Ariel. And so people come up to that after the show and be like, oh my gosh, Ariel. And they like take pictures and stuff. And that was the cutest thing. But the other, th- the other, the other side of the coin was, um, so I was Chef Louis, like I said. And so I had so like fish um, as part of my, my little table that I roll out to go do my, you know, I sing the poisson. Um, thing. And it was the same prop that was going to be used in the next scene during Under the Sea. Mm-hmm. And someone wears it, like, you know, as a hat to pretend to be a fish. Mm-hmm. And so there was this small child I was informed. I think I, I, I say like his uh, sister told me about it. Um, who <laughs> was smart enough to perceive the fact that it was the same fish hat used in two scenes. And is like, did you kill one of those fish from Under the Sea? And then, um, you know, <laughs> I'm like, uh, ah, no. no. Um, I'm going to gaslight a child. No. You're delusional. No, that, but no, honestly, that was super. I, this is one thing off the book topic, but I, 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 I very much enjoyed doing Le Poisson. It was really fun. I got to then just be like, all right, I have a French accent. I'm going to do this. <laughs> I haven't, even, I haven't even capitalized. My, I, I, I'm surprised how well I can actually do that right now. Anyway, but you know, I capitalized on the, on the French accent, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna pound this, found these fish flat with a mallet. You know, <laughs> no, makes I, it look nice. Anyway, back to you. Home I with love books. Um, retellings of like classics, so like Hades and Persephone. Mm. V will make fun of me when I'm reading this stuff where mm-hmm. they're like, you're reading Faded Mates, aren't you? And I'm like, yes, I am. Leave me alone. Leave me alone because... Be gone. Um, <laughs> trauma. You know, like those like sparkly emojis where you're just like, trauma. <laughs> Sparkles. Fireworks. I am I am on no drugs. Uh, this is this is pure one-on-one podcast. We are both Stone cold sober. Never right had now. a drug or alcohol in my life. Weird never had a never had a weed or a or a alcohol in my life. Um. So sweet. Anyway, yeah. back to faded mates. Yes. So, or like classic retellings because that I'm shit. standing now. This is a, this is important. That shit. It's just some part in my brain that I didn't know needed to be itched. So, faded mates are. There is one person out there for each other. And I'm like, it's like oh. the universe has said these two, oh, okay. they're together now. Oh, okay. They oh. can hate each other, but they're together. And I'm like, the oh. universe has spoken. That shit makes me feral. And then retellings, because like Beauty and the Beast, that's a whole monster fucker thing. And um, the Beast, he's what? Like eight feet tall, nine feet tall, ten feet tall. And he's got horns. So those are handlebars. That man's got built-in handlebars. And you know he's packing. You know the beast is fucking packing. And he's got a mansion with a ballroom in it. That man's got some pipe to lay. Who Final the push. fuck is Kendall the goat? They just added me on Snapchat. I'm like, who the fuck are you? Yeah, Kendall. I don't know that person. The goat. But then, like, you get into, like, from, like, a monster fucker perspective, you get into, like, spider shit and like naga which are like snakes and I'm like eh. i also can't really get into like mermaids or cthulhu can't yeah. get into that shit and then somebody wrote bigfoot smut and i was like no i think you'd be dirty and smelly and smell like really really bad cheese covered in hair hasn't taken a shower sasquatch shampoo today's sponsor hashtag not sponsored but if you cool that'd be awesome and then somebody wrote a book where it was like some this chick's like banging Trump's tweets, and I'm like, who said Trump's tweets fuck? Like his tweets personified? As no. Oh, just like just like a screen. Like she's like fucking a screen. I I don't know. I didn't read it. I don't like where this is going. I know. I didn't like it either. Um, it was just it was a weird thing. And then like there's like one where it's like 
sex with the coronavirus and i'm like no no yeah and these are books they're like short ones like little novelettes ba- yeah also like a whole like book talk thing about like um like oh asking my boyfriend to try this thing from book talk it's like the the um the leaning against the, the leaning wall against thing. the doorway yeah no but if somebody's like here read this book and i'm like what's it about and they're like fucking the coronavirus and i'm like excuse me what universe have i entered where we are fucking viruses don't put a virus inside your vagina. That sounds like you're like importing it by USB. Just like, I'm going to install quick malware bytes. This has been educational. Uh, next. I'm putting anthrax up my ass. No, but there's like this one author that writes like the weirdest shit. And I'm not going to name drop or dox them or anything. It's but hard. I do think that they need to be sedated. I myself need to be sedated. But that's a completely different topic. That's because I go through books like it's fucking crack. Uh, I think we're off the book thing. Oh, 100%. Um, so, I mean, you know, what's, I think we've just about reached time here. So, uh, thank you, Holland, for uh, willing to do this solo style episode. And I hope thank you, you got your... Romance books. <laughs> I hope you got your fix. Fairies. 500-year-old men that hasn't been touched by a woman in 300 years. Uh, and will eat me like I'm fucking dessert. Yeah, that that sounds like a great date. This needs to stop. Uh, see you all next week with something completely different. Uh, we don't know. We can't find this far in advance. It's too risky. We all have ADHD. See you next week. But-